All right. So I was listening to a podcast this week where the host said it's lazy and uninventive, whatever that word is, to start your podcast by asking people how they're doing. So we're not. Instead, we're going to play a drinking game. So, everyone, gentlemen, do you have your drinks? I like this yep. already, yes. All right. Lucas, would you like to describe to listeners what, you're, what you have? I have dragon's milk plain. What do you gentlemen have? I, I have it. Oh, yeah, go Lucas. Okay, me. I have Seagram's Escapes Michigan Cherry Fizz. I also have a Seagram's Escape, Jamaican Me Happy. Uh, Lucas and I got a text about 45 seconds ago asking us to grab a drink, so we're ready. Excellent. Now put down, if you will, anything that has anything to do with our fantasy league so you can't be looking during the conversation. Alex, you swear away? I'm I'm not looking at anything. Okay. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to ask you a question, Alex. You're going to answer Lucas, then you're going to say if we drink because he got it wrong or if he got it right, and then I will be the fact checker and tell you how we did. Make sense? Is the goal here to take a drink? Um, it is genuine curiosity of how Alex is going to do. Nice. Wait, why did I get a drink then? Because if we have to get drunk because you get answers wrong, it seems like you should have to join us. Oh, I, we all have to drink, not just you. Yeah, yeah okay. all three of us. Cool. So the model we're using here in a therapy, there's a technique called five, four, three, two, one. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Nope. Nope. The very condensed version is when you were anxious in the moment, it's um, using your five senses. So five things that you can see, four things that you can hear, three things that you can touch, two things that you can taste, and one thing that you can, whatever sense I'm not thinking of in the moment. But anyway, so that's the general premise. And that is going to be what we are doing tonight. So that was the model for the game. We won't be doing anything counseling related or senses related. But the first phase is five questions related to roster. Alex, name me two players on Lucas's roster who are not Patrick Mahomes. Oh, man. What a great question. We're going to try rapid fire. So if you don't own it, just fall on the grenade. Kareem Hunt and Claire Edwards Hilaire. All right, you either tell him correct or drink. Uh, drink. He's Thanks. correct. I'm right. No, you're wrong. You drink. We oh. drink when you're wrong. It wasn't Kareem Hunt. No, that's on. He's on Cam's team. Shucks. Name two players on Matt's roster who are not Dalvin Cook. Oh my. Gosh, a Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith. Oh, Lucas. so close. Right, right team. You're going for the Pittsburgh, but no, that is yep. incorrect. Oh, my gosh. All right. Time to drink. Okay. Alex, name two people on Bobby's team who are not Russell Wilson or Derek Henry. Ryan Tannehill and... I want to say Corey Davis, but I think he's on your team. I'm going to say Corey Davis. Oh, take a drink. Take a drink. Corey Davis is on Steve's team. Jesus, Alex, you host this show. Yep. Name two players on Derek's roster, and I'm not even going to give you any limitations. 
Burroughs. Who? Jeff Burroughs. <laughs> now I forgot his name. Bengals quarterback. And I'm going to say the running back who, not Giovanni Bernard, but the other one. Whose name escapes me. Hmm, I don't know. And Lucas, his name has to be exactly what Alex said for it to be correct. All right, then, 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 we're, then we're drinking again. Gio as, is actually on his team because he had to pick him up for Joe Mixon. who got Oh, injured. so he didn't have Joe Mixon. He had Gio. Okay. No, he had them both. That's what Lucas was trying to say to you. Cool. But it, it, it is Joe Burrow, not Jeff. But he will now forever be known it's, as Jeff it, Okay, it's, it's J-Dot. Right? It's J-Names. Yes. That's just a constant thing that I always have problems with. Name two players on Jason's roster who are not Aaron Rodgers or Juju Smith-Schuster. Not Aaron Rodgers or Juju Smith-Schuster. He did have Lamar Jackson. Doesn't anymore. Traded it. Uh, I'm just not remembering now. I always remember the week I play them. Um... Man. Five, four, three, two, one. Man, I am almost out. <laughs> Seriously, we're halfway through. Mm-hmm. Four, Good current work. affairs. Alex, okay. Steve played Carly in the playoffs. Who won? Well, last I checked, it was Carly, but the score of things come out tomorrow. So if there's an update, because you're only behind by like 0.6 points. That is all correct. Bobby Boom. versus Lucas. Boom. Uh, Bobby won. Lucas, I don't even think, got over 100 points. Oh, it hurts, but that is right. all correct as well. <laughs> Who won the seventh on. place game, Kelly or Derek? Oh, man, I looked at that. One person did not do well. Who was it? I'm pretty sure Kelly won. That is also correct. Yeah. Who oh, won yeah. the Who won the toilet bowl, Jason or Matt? Oh, that one I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Matt. No, though. no. You drink. You don't know, so we'll take a drink. But you are correct. Matt won that. All right. Three. League rules. Oh, How many points does your kicker get for a 61-yard field goal? Five. Correct. Wow. How Boom, many points baby. does your get for an interception? Is it two? That is correct. No, it is incorrect. For a DB? DB, three and a half, three for the interception, one for the catch. It? Okay. You're thinking sacks. That's two and a half. All right. Corey Davis had a 75-yard down, 75-yard touchdown Sunday. How many bonus points did I get for that? You know, I actually watched that too. I saw him get that catch, and I was like, "Hey, Steve, how many bonus points did you get?" Are you talking about like the over 100-yard bonus or whatever? There's a bonus for getting it over 70 yards. There's a bonus for long touchdown catches. Whoa! I didn't even know that. We'll take a drink. Okay, drink. <laughs> <laughs> is it two? Oh, if, there, if there's one cut, 
What's yeah. the bonus? Lucas, what do you think the answer is? We need Two. to slow our pace down. One and a half. I think we changed it a few years ago. You get oh, okay. you get one point for the forty yards, and a, so you get a half a point for forty yards, one point for fifty yards, but you combine them for one and a half. It had, I had no idea. All right, cool. Two league yeah. history. Who was the first league champion? Oh my gosh, was that? Was it Jay? Drink. Uh, oh, sorry, I think it's correct. It was drink. Oh no, that's that's a drink. Who was I it? Mean, I th- wasn't it somebody who's no longer in the league with us? No, Matt won the first title. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Matt. Four teams have two or more championships, Alex. Who are they? Kelly? And we're going to say... Cam's been there a bunch, but he loses. I'm going to say Kelly and Steve? Okay. You need to get to four. Oh, you want four people? Four people have won two or more championships. Oh, I thought you said pick two. Okay. Um, Kelly, Steve, um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Mr. Moore, but I don't know about that one. Mr. Moore and... Jay. Out of four, how many do you get, Lucas? Three? You got three, so we drink one. That was going to be bad if you went over four. Mm. Steve, Steve has not won multiple times. Oh, he hasn't? I thought he won twice. My bad. One. Alex, tell me anybody's spot in the Power Jenkins last week besides you, Cam, or Carly. Cam was one, Carly was two. Um, I was... Number no, 10 was besides, Derek. Yeah, besides you three. So pick and anybody. I think, number, I think number nine was Kelly. I think number eight was me. Right? Am I doing a good job? Oh, I'm not asking you to recite the list. I'm just telling you to tell me one person's spot. Well, those are three. How did that, how did that go? I think three that for was three. Correct. Yeah. Boom. We don't drink. Yeah. But but I got a tiny little bit left. Can I finish? Go get another right, Seagram, Lucas. Let's pound one home for uh, losing to teams we should have beat. I mean, I won this week. Way to make it about you. All right, I took down. Well, no, I mean, I lost. I lost when it mattered. Four <laughs> so. minutes. This is gonna go well. All right. So that was one of ten for ten. Let's try to cobble this through together. I don't think I should have up another beer. No, dear. All right. Two. Lucas, I know we are projecting nine months in the future, but it's what we do. Is McCaffrey the number one pick next year? Oh, you said nine months in the future. I was going to say son. Or daughter? What? Oh, I'm come on. You, don't get, you didn't get that? You said nine months. Anyway. Oh, um, no. I, it was good. I didn't. I, my, my bad. Listener error. Is McCaffrey the number one pick? Is that what you're yeah. asking? 
Um, that will take into account um, possible franchise picks being off the table, correct? Uh, no. If you can think of, uh, if you can track, uh, notice who you think is going to be kept, just of everybody who's available. Yeah, okay. So in my mind, Mahomes is still number one, but he won't be on the table because yeah. he will be franchised. Whoops, I played my hand. Um, <laughs> but absolutely. Absolutely. McCaffrey's healthy. Um, I don't see why he is not number one. He only played three games this year, but he averaged, what, 27 points a game in three games. It's um, pretty ridiculous. So, absolutely. I would, I would not hesitate taking him number one. Alex? I'd be afraid to. I might just want to take that. Get Dalvin Cook if I go number one, just because he's just been super consistent. And I'm afraid what's going to happen to Christian McCaffrey. Especially when they put Davis in, he didn't come near to McCaffrey, so it wasn't necessarily the system, it was him, and there's no telling what's going to happen after he comes back from uh, the injuries that he's had. So, I don't know, it's just me. Okay, so Lucas, you're taking him, Alex, you're taking Dalvin Cook at this point. I would, yeah. I'm going off the beaten path, I take your last franchise pick, Lucas, Devontae Adams. I'm tired of the I'm tired of running back roulette. Three. I know we are not making changes to the league, but I'm just curious your thoughts on this format. Just hear me out, and maybe if you read, it, it's not anything I would want us to do. It's it's pretty far out there. Yeah. And okay. if you ever read Matthew Berry's column, you might have seen this idea: the Vampire League. Mm-mm. So short version is of the 10 of us, we would determine one person to be the vampire. And how the draft would work then is the vampire doesn't draft. So it would basically be a nine person draft. And we would draft our teams and we would add two bench spots. Now what happens at this point is our our rosters are locked. We can move bench players to starting lineup, but we can't do anything else with waiver wires. The 10th team, whoever is the vampire, has to pick a starting lineup based only on who is on waiver wires. Now, where it gets interesting is that anytime the vampire wins, he gets to replace one of his starting players for a corresponding player on the team that he beats. So if you were the vampire Lucas and beat Alex, you could trade him running back. So the theory is the vampire gets stronger the longer you go into this. And can they get can they? get good enough by the playoffs to make the playoffs and make a run. So the vampire is always the vampire throughout the season? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's certainly intriguing and interesting, but I don't think something like that would be right for our league. I'd love to be in a league like that on ESPN, but I wouldn't want that to be our league. I'm right there with you. Yes, it would be fun to do. I totally agree. It puts a very interesting spin on it, but that would something like that would never fly with our league. Yeah, and I don't know that I'd want it to, but yeah, I was just curious. What about you, Alex? Oh, I love things like that. Doing weird stuff? Let's absolutely do it. Not in this league, but let's just get a group and do it anyway. That sounds like a fun time. All right. I like the fun stuff. You know me. I do. I'm over here doing the all-linemen teams. Let's do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to take turns and not always have Lucas go first, but I do want you to go first because this relates to last week's episode. Cam's comment about he was going to quit if he won the league. 
<laughs> yes. Um, you just want me to react to that? Yeah. I reacted live. <laughs> yes. yes, you did. Um, my initial reaction was, why would Cam say something like that and just drop that on you live? I don't know. Whether it's true or not, that's fine. But uh, it, it could have been delivered um, in a different way. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, beyond that, um, I, I'd be curious to know more. You know, what doesn't he like about playing anymore? I know it's not that he doesn't like us. He loves being with us and doing the draft and postseason. He said so on the, on the podcast. But um, I'm just wondering what what doesn't interest him as much in the regular season and if there's something we could uh, do like Vampire League to make it a, a little bit better for him. The way you phrased it sounded like you might not have been surprised at the comment itself that he was going to leave if he won. No, uh, that's not true. Uh, that, that comment surprised me as well. Um, I did not expect to hear that from him. Um, but at the same time, I can also understand if he doesn't watch football, I, I could see why you don't have fun playing. You're setting your roster once a week. Oh, crap, that's right. I got to set it again. All right, I'll make some changes. Boom, and I forget it for a week. Um, if you don't watch football, fantasy football isn't necessarily fun. Um, the fun part of it is cheering on your players while watching the games Thursday and Sunday and Monday. Alex? I'd be sad if he left. I like Cam. I think we have fun. And I think it gives us something to look forward to outside of fantasy football as well. But if that's his choice, it's his decision. You know what I mean? I'm not going to stop him. But maybe, you know, I think I just like it. I think it'd be fun. It's a fun way for all of us to do stuff together. And, you know, it like, gives you something to talk about on the weekends. Usually, like, you get a text or you talk about football, but then you go in other directions if you really want to. Good conversational starter for a group. I don't know. I like Cam. But he'll be back next year. See how it goes. Maybe. I believe in him. He wants to go out on top. And I won't I let like him. Because I'll never let like Cam beat me again. Cam you, does, this, does this game go against the Cam versus me rivalry? The one I just won? Even though the game didn't count for anything? Uh, no. Actually, um, yes. I'm sorry. Nope. Correction. It will. Yes. Alex. <laughs> What did you think of uh, Lucas's message in the text thread that he thought, I think, Lucas, well, actually, I don't want to pro You just fill in the blanks. Lucas, I had asked about what can we put on the line for five versus six, and you responded with? Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> was that on our thread with everybody else? Yeah, it was about draft position. Yep. Um, all right, let me uh, find that really quick. Unless you have it. Four person chat. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see it. Uh, then it might have just been in the Mysteries of the Universe. Well, if you want to move to the next question, I will... Uh... Oh, here we go. Fifth place winner gets to choose if they want to draft in the top half, one through five, or the bottom half, six through ten, of the draft the next year. I'm down. Seems, Let's do it. Seems fair because they don't get to be the only team. Because they, they get to be the only team that gets to choose their spot, but they don't choose the specific spot right they, they just choose a range so it's not like wait fifth place gets to 
pick the number one pick if they want to. Shouldn't first place get that chance, right? So when we randomize the draft order, if they don't come in whatever range that they picked, I mean, I'd have to figure out a way to to actually make sure to guarantee that they got there. Um, but yeah, don't you just don't you just draw out of a hat. Right, but what if you know I'm drawing for tenth and say okay you beat Cam and you say I want the top half of the draft one through five and I draw number ten and it's your name or I draw number six yeah. and it's your name does that invalidate the previous four picks and I have to draw again or you know what happens so okay this might be the boost talking had we made a change this year going into this year that it was going to be that we were drawing for getting to determine your draft order versus just drawing up order or no, it's it's going to be like it's always been. Yeah, we could never come to a consensus on a different way to determine draft order. Okay, so it's going to be status quo. We're going to pull names out of a hat or use that randomizer again or something like it. that. Okay. Yep. Oh, he's an idiot. All right. Sorry. The cat was putting his hand in the toaster. Your cat's a moron. Yeah, oh, I agree. State, Mary, kill, Alex. Okay. Matt Bryant, Kirk Cousins, Drew Stanton. You date one, you marry one, you kill one. Why would you do this? <laughs> no. It's like the perfect three for him. Oh. I... Okay, I'd marry Matt Bryant because it's a give and take relationship and he's given a lot to me over the years. I would date Drew Stanton. No, I would date, yeah, I would date Drew Stanton. He just seems like a swell guy. But I would kill Kirk Cousins because he's technically the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings right now. And without him, I know they would still be, they would still be worse off. And the Lions play them twice a year. But only because of that, I would prefer not to. Why dare you give me those options? What if Kirk Cousins was a Detroit Lion? Oh, my gosh. Well, then I'd date him. Hopefully to encourage him to play well. Then you'd kill Drew Stanton? Yeah, I mean, he's not in the league anymore. You know, he's trying to. But right now, he's not in the league. First year, finally. That was a good question, Steve. I mean, that was a thinker. I was a thunker. Thank you. Uh, Lucas, who feels like the safest player who's a non-quarterback next year? That's tough because I got a biased perspective because I don't pay attention to everybody on everybody's team. Um, but... Oh, God. I would say Devontae Adams, except the one game in the entire season he didn't show up for me was this past week in the playoffs, and that kind of really, really hurt. Um, but overall, I, I mean, I agree with you. He's been very consistent and consistently high. Agreed. I think it's a good choice. Alex? Sorry, they had the water on, so I had to mute myself. They asked a consistent, non-consistent quarterback, right? No, no, there was no part of that that was remotely close to accurate. 
Non. This, going to next year, who is the safest player non-quarterback? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like non-quarterback, like consistent, safe. So, uh, I, who I said earlier, it was going to be um, Vikings running back. I'm Dalvin so bad Cook. at names. Dalvin Cook. I like nice. Dalvin Cook. I like Dalvin Cook a lot. Well, it depends if something happens to the Minnesota Vikings in the offseason. I mean, like, as we've seen with other teams in the league, one person getting added or one person getting removed can completely kill someone's fantasy value, as in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Mike Evans. But, like, right now, yeah, I think it's incredibly safe, especially with Kirk Cousins behind center. They have good people to throw to, but they're still limiting the amount of throws, running a lot. and throw, I don't know. He seems safe to, safe to me. Didn't really have a lot of injuries issues this year. So it's good going into next year. Okay. It just it feels hard to place a running back into that cat category after we watched three of the top four created this year. But I get the math. I think I would go with DeAndre Hopkins. He just always seems to be on the field doing good things. But uh, I like your selections as well. No, I like DeAndre Hopkins. That that's close to switching my pick, but I'm still going to stick with what I am. But yeah, I do like DeAndre Hopkins as a pick. So. That's good. One thing you would like to happen at the 2021 draft, assuming weed is not dictated by COVID and everybody is vaccinated and healthy and happy. I was going to say that that was going to be my thing. The one thing I'd like to see at the draft is that we have the draft. Well, I mean, we did a a decent job of that this summer, I, I would say, right? It's, it's nice to have it outside, but it would be nice to to get the post post draft bash party thing going again, and and all that too. Um, I don't know. I mean, other than that, I I'd like to see our 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 draft system actually work, right? And and maybe we could get started on time. Uh, that would be great this year. Amen to that. But our draft stuff is free next year, right? Because of this nonsense? That's correct. Awesome. Well, you think, Alex, I would say the one thing that I always want us to be able to do is have it in some sort of conference room where we're all in office chairs and everybody can be relaxed and just, yeah, that seems like that's always just been a a small, fun thing that I have wanted to be able to do. But I know office space is a logistic pain and nobody wants to pay to go to a hotel. Mm-hmm. Xander, I'm all for like dumb things. So maybe like all the pageantry about it, you know, like maybe like after someone gets drafted, like you have like a big screen up there, and then it like shows the player stats, like at like a real NFL draft, or like the highlights of the player, like having someone running that in the background as we all wear suits and have our helmet pictures up, calling in the picks. I'd be dope. All for the pageantry. I, we would never do that. That'd be way too much work for what this is. But like you know, ever gets big time. I always like that kind of stuff. We got close that one year. We did it sort of like that. We really did get close one year. Just unfortunately, that did not. It was not the majority. But uh, I do like the pageantry of it. Yeah, pageantry is fun. Steve, is that dragon's milk hitting you? Oh, yeah. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, Lucas and I are getting killed by these seagrams. Well, I have a low-level depression that is existing to begin with, so combined with because of what happened. So, all right. Well, part of you be glad when the season is over and you get to decompress from all this. 
No. Um, <laughs> no, this is like, I hate to overreact, but I'm trying to think of something else. This is like the one normal thing that continued on this year <laughs> amongst everything yeah. else that didn't happen. Um, the fact that they even got through an NFL season, even though we had to deal with COVID stuff, I mean, I expected a whole heck of a lot worse of the NFL season this year. That just didn't happen. Um, I, I just figured we were going to have to really, really kind of do a lot more work with our teams this year to deal with possible COVID cases and maybe a whole team not playing or, or things like that. But um, I was happy with what the NFL did on, on trying to keep the games going and redoing the schedule and kind of give us give us our fantasy football season amongst the midst of everything else that we lost this year. So. Agreed. I, I definitely, I won't, I won't, I won't mind having a little bit of time off. Yeah, but I want to get back in the saddle and I am hopeful that the talk of a 17 game season is true. Then we get an extra week of football next year. So what about you, Xander? Oh, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. The only reason I would say yes is because it's kind of, this year was kind of difficult for me when it came to fantasy football. It almost felt like my team was nothing after like week three. When like people just started getting hurt, and like every week I would be kind of like lucky enough to win. I think I started like two and five, so it's kind of nice sometimes when you get a season like this where it's just like okay, I can hit a reset button. Because like even though I made the playoffs for the first time in like four years, this is a team that I had that I was never like this is great. I was like I'm going to have players that do well this week. No, I never felt that way like at all every week. I had to keep searching, and for some reason, like in past years, I've been able to do a little bit better in free agency. But like so many players were consistent this year that it's just like. Everybody on my team was like equal to somebody in free agency. Like you could just pick up anybody and they'd be like projected like nine points compared to the person on your bench who was going to get nine points. Um, and it was really like if you wanted to try, it was based off feelings. So it just, it'd be kind of nice to get a reset. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's just me though. Okay. I always look forward to getting a new team. And you'll be in good shape having, uh, I think you two are probably in the probably two of the best spots next year. Alex, I guess last week, I'm sorry, I hadn't thought about this until I'm talking out loud. Like, is it going to be one of the quarterbacks or is it going to be Saquon next year? I'm really on the fence. That's what I think we talked about this last week, right? Where I was talking about, I wanted to see what happened with Saquon. But then again, it's like, I always pay attention to that stuff that happens to players in off seasons to players. I like, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Like Mike Evans, they said, He's really getting thrown to an insane amount in practice. I'm like, I'm going to believe him. No, I should not have believed them at all. And I you see, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I want to see how Saquon Barkley does. Maybe try to – I don't know. I'm 50-50. But I also do just like J. Allen as a person now. So, I might just keep him just because I like him. Yeah. Even though he probably won't go until, like, the third round. Oh, I don't think so. I think if you put him back on the board, he's gone by round six. Well, see, round two here's the thing. Whenever I get a QB early, no one else grabs him. But whenever I don't, like this year was crazy. How like far QBs went compared to other like past years. So I never know how to gauge that either. So I'm going to have to try to pay attention to that. Look at keep, try to guess who I can see can keep who. And then like a ton of people are keeping quarterbacks. I'll probably keep mine. I lean on actually something you said midseason, the podcast I paraphrased or I bring up a lot of times. You have a player you like, 
just grab him and hold on to him. Whether or not Josh Allen would go in the second or third round or not be keeper worthy, he's probably a guy who's going to start for you for 16 games. Ergo, that's success. Yeah, I like that answer. That's a good answer. That's your answer. I know. That's what I'm saying. I like it. I should stick with my gut. That's what, again, I brought that up too. I was like, I don't know. I just like J. Dot. I just like him as a person. So I'll probably just keep him. Yeah. What would you do, Lucas, if it was your team? Saquon, or are you going to one of the quarterbacks? You know, I, I'm right there with Alex. You, you want to see what happens with Saquon in the offseason. Um, you know, just because he didn't play this year, it's not top of mind how good he is and, and how many points he scores. Um, but, come on, I mean, we're a quarterback-heavy league. Um, yeah. You need your you need your quarterback to do well, and if he doesn't, you need the rest of your team to do well to pick up the slack, right? So it's it's one or the other. Um, and it was a surprise this year, right? You know, um, Alex took a chance on him and and hit the jackpot. And heck, you like the guy? He's definitely keeper worthy. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Lucas. Last one for ten for ten. Lucas, what were your thoughts on what Cam said last week? Um, he did not understand why teams not in the playoffs should that basically if you're in the playoffs, you should be somewhere in the top six of the Jenkins, and if you were not, you should be somewhere six, seven through ten. <laughs> um, to a point, yes, not to that extreme. Um, I mean, everybody was so close this year, right? We, we, we kind of went down to that last week. Pretty much everybody had a path there except maybe one. I think maybe Derek's path was like he had like a 1% chance or something. Or, or if I did the math, he, he was the only one that was actually eliminated. But he was still like a game out or two games out or something like that with two to go. So uh, the fact that we didn't have a, a you know, a 1-12 in 12 team or a 2-11 and 11 team or or whatever it is, um, I could see why they were that close. But, uh, no, I mean, it's not like, I don't know, like power rankings for NFL, the, the top playoff teams aren't always the top 16 teams in the power rankings. Um, there's other things that go into it. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that Alex made the playoffs and went down from seventh to eighth, that, that, that was a little confusing. Like, I can see his point for that. Um, but, but beyond that, I mean, what 10 and 10 and nine were not in the playoffs. Alex, now that you've had a week to reflect, what do you think? I think it's a pretty good system. I mean, even though I was in the playoffs, I barely felt like I deserved it. I was like that, what eighth highest scoring team and like the eighth highest points against or something like second highest points against, like, I don't even know how I made it. Using math, I have no idea how I made it at all. So I, th I think it's more of supposed to be like indicative of how good the team is, not necessarily their exact ranking in the league. With that, I think it, like your numbers actually make pretty good sense. The only team I'm never sure about is yours because I feel like you just lie and, like, and just like include yourself somewhere in the list. So like sometimes, like I don't know, sometimes I feel like you should be higher than you are, and you're always like, no, nah, I'm five. But besides that, I, I think, think that's it makes been sense. a comment every week since like week five from me this year. Um, I thought Lucas had a nuanced point with what he brought up, but I would say that the whole reason that the Jenkins exists is so that we can see at the end of the year, 
did the team that I think was the best actually win? So, yeah, I think in theory that a team that doesn't make the playoffs should win, could finish number one. I want that to happen. I want them to have that option if they are good enough. So I just like the idea that even if like they do win the playoffs or like even like win the whole thing and they were ranked six going into it, they were definitely probably an underdog going in. Yeah. Same thing as the college playoffs. You know, you still have a number on you, even though. Right. Like, so it, it, it goes, it goes towards the whole outperforming as well. Right. The Jenkins are somewhat of a barometer. Like this is where you should be. Alex, you should be eighth with that team. You should, you overperform and you're six and you got in the playoff. Right. Like, I mean, maybe that's, that's what feels a little bit better. Right. Um, Whereas, you know, yeah, 10 to 9 was, was Derek and Carly, or Derek and Carly, Derek and Kelly, right? And they ended up both not making the playoffs, and, but they both won their first game because anything can happen in a game, and they battled it out for the five bucks. But, you know, it, it, it meshes. It's, it's pretty close with what the actual standings were. Um, but, yeah, I mean, talk to Cam about how he did in the first round of the playoffs against me. Does he think he overperformed? No. <laughs> he, J, James Conner is now a swear word, right? Like, he felt that his team way underperformed. And, yeah, he was number two in the Jenkins, and he's out in the first round of the playoffs and is battling for fifth spot. So, I'm entertained that he could finish. He could win the championship and from sixth place. <laughs> yes. Um. All right, so that is our 10 for 10. So, Alex, I'm going to assume you don't have anything for one for one, and I'm going to move us to the power jank. Yeah, I have stuff. You do have stuff. I do have stuff. Well, hot dog, bring it, bring it aboard. That was a darker theme song this week. But anyway, so I got some stuff I worked on this week. I'm going to start this off as a controversial topic, though, um, and then get into the actual one-for-one, one. Uh, the game that is sweeping the nation. Um, per sources such as Lucas Moore, oh, yeah, one-for-one, one. what it is saying. I believe you said that one time. Anyway, are any of you a fan of the show The Mandalorian? Yes. No. Okay. Do you, are you aware that they named Baby Yoda? Yes. Okay, spoilers, people listening. You don't want to spoil it. Five seconds. Did, it, did they name it Kirby? No. no, they named it Grogu. So that was his name. So Megan, what's your opinion on the name Grogu? Okay, she likes it. I'm going to come out in here and I'm going to say that I'm disappointed and I was really hoping it was Timothy. I think it looked like a Timothy. Lucas, you have an opinion? What do, you, do you think it looks like Timothy or Grogu? You realize the irony in this thing that you are saying to Lucas right now, right? Yeah. What is the irony there? That this is stupid? No. That's not it. Lucas, what do you think of the name Timothy? Oh, because it's his dad's uh, name. It's a, and my brother's name. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's a great name. It looks more like a Kevin to me. Kevin? That looks like a good name, too. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I wanted to see if someone else thought the name Timothy was better than Grogu. Off subject. So I'm sorry, just to verify, because I don't watch The Mandalorian, does this mean that it is not Yoda then? Baby Yoda? Right. Yeah, this means it's not Yoda. Well, Yoda died before this in the show. So, long story. Anywho's. So now we're getting actually the actual one for one here. Um, so as you guys know, you know, everybody, everybody's working hard out there. 
um, getting jobs and anything. And I'm trying to think of like new business enterprises for myself. I finally came up with one. All right, I want you guys to stick with my idea. I need some investors. This is important. If you guys want to chuck some money my way for this idea, feel free. I'm more than willing. Get those checkbooks ready. It's a great idea. Okay. Here's the idea. I'm going to have a website. It's just completely, completely based off of fantasy sports where you could make your own fantasy games. Okay. Not just football. I want to, I want to expand the idea of fantasy football to everywhere else in the world. Okay. Here's a couple of suggestions. I know this isn't possible anymore, but imagine this, Steven. Fantasy ER, right? As that show's going on, you can draft characters in the show, get points per life saved, right? If they die, they're on IR, they're out. Or if maybe they mysteriously disappeared. You can put them on IR for a week with stuff like that, okay? Just one suggestion. What do you think about an idea like that? I can... Yeah, you could. First round. Might not be a good move, but you could do it. Anyway, so I've been looking into this more. Steve, would she be your keeper? No, my wife would be my keeper. Oh, there you go. So anyway, I've been looking online. Did you know a lot of these already exist, though? Yes. There's Fantasy Bachelor. Have you guys played yet? No. No. Okay, I highly suggest for next year at the fantasy football. That's what I'm saying. Next year at our fantasy football draft, I suggest the thing I'm looking most forward to. Right after the football draft, we do a bachelor draft. Let's go. All right. I'm sorry. I'm actually really intrigued as he brings up this idea. Like if the bachelor is kind of going on at the same time, yeah, I would want to do like a poll, like a you know, pull a name out of a hat. But this would be interesting. Alex, I I'm oddly supportive of this idea. Thank you. Thank you. And that's what I'm saying. We could get some maybe some backup fantasy games for the people that are like out of the season already, you know, like the people that are in the fake playoffs. Maybe they're winning the bachelor hunt. Maybe Timothy makes a run to the final four in the bachelor and really picks up Matt's spirits because his team is three and seven. So so I have a question for you guys. Could you guys think of anything that you're really into that you would make a fantasy sport or game? Anything that you're really into this year? That that would work in terms of the the fantasy structure. Yeah, well, I mean, you could make it work. I could make it work. You could do something like uh, game of the year in video games. You know what? They have fantasy video games too, and it's brilliant. Have you seen it? No. You could do an auction draft, and everyone has a certain amount of money, and you bid on games, and you get points based off of how many points above Metacritic or below Metacritic it gets after it comes out. And then you pick new games up throughout the year, and then you tally the scores at the end of the year. Yeah, and that's so. Dope? If you if you drafted number one and you picked Cyberpunk this year, you really kind of lost the entire season. No, because I think technically the meta the meta score was ninety one. Although I might go down, well, because council versions are getting really low scores. So I'm going off of the critic re- critic review, not the okay uh, people review. Not the act- re- yeah, because they review on everything. So you can't right. do that. You gotta go by critic reviews. So yeah. So then that one's pretty cool. I I used to play, oh god, fifteen years ago, uh, maybe even close to twenty years ago. There was Fantasy Survivor. So you know the yeah. show Survivor, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you would you would kind of pick, and there was an actual website, and you'd go and you'd answer questions for the next episode, and. You'd pick who you think would move on, and you'd, you'd accrue points throughout the entire season. 
like that one. What about if we're playing a D&D game and you play fantasy real life in like imagine in our D&D game and we could draft people in our world and you get points based off of how well they're doing. We run it in D&D. I was thinking about that too. That'd be stupid. Like Kevin? <laughs> like Kevin, exactly. Who would we be drafting in this scenario? I don't know. Famous people. I'll just give you random points of how successful they do. I could put more work into it. You know, this is a business venture, guys. I can make a website about this and then everyone can make their own games on it. You know what I mean? Open creativity. You just put out the base source. People make make their own stuff. Work does itself. Okay. Yeah, Lucas is over there nodding. Lucas is over there nodding. He loves his business idea. Have you thought of anything, Lucas? I mean, Steve? Anything that like, imagine like we're at the fantasy football draft. What kind of draft game would you want? God, I, I have an infant. So the things that I do right now is I go to work and ethically, we can't even touch that topic. I run. Okay. Fantasy football and I watch Superstore. Sounds like a good time. Could you do like a fantasy like with a game like The Sims? With The Sims? Yeah. I suppose so. I can figure it out. All right. I don't know. It's not as funny as an idea as I normally have. I was just thinking about it today and I was like, these are kind of fun. Well, it's better than last week's topic. Thank you. Yeah. All right, is that Alex Turner's one for one? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I was going to have us do today. I was going to have you guys draft um, about the dumb things that I've looked up on. I was going to list like 100 things, and I was going to have you guys draft about the dumbest things that I've looked up on the Internet recently, all appropriate things. And I was going to see which ones you guys picked in a draft order and see who got the most points. That would have been awesome. Why did you not do that? Because I realized it was a lot harder to look up everything I looked up and then also to send you a list to prepare. So like, how do we, if you, to know all 100 candidates before time, I started writing them down. I have like half. I can do it next week if you want. Yes. You want to do that next week? Yes. I can get that prepped. All right, guys, that's my first fantasy game we're going to do next week. Get it, get ready. Lucas, are you going to be here next week? I, I If that's what we're doing, absolutely. Okay. Perfect. Then that's what we'll Cam do. Cam has declined to come on next week, so you, the spot is yours. Get ready for the Thanks Alex Turner stupid stuff you found on the internet draft coming one week from now. Just a little teaser. All right. Excited. Anyway, that's been Alex with one for one. Lucas, play us out. Sweet. <laughs> All right. You like, you like the uh, band in the background for me. I like it. <laughs> Uh, last week's, last week, pardon me, 10, Derek, 9, Kelly, 8, Alex, 7, Jason, 6, Matt, 5, me, Lucas, you checked in at 4, Bobby, 3, Cam, 2, Carly, at 1. It was 10, gentlemen. Derek. Um, I am going to do, yeah, I'll do Derek. You're both in the running to have a perfect week. Derek was 10, stays 10, yet, uh, almost came away with seventh place prize. So, uh, 
the Jankins and the consolation bracket were not aligned this year. So I think that for the most part, I think we, when we did the moratorium on teams, we addressed them for the most part. So I probably won't stay on them too long, but uh, God, poor Derek. I just, I just was thinking about how many quarterbacks he has gone through this year. That's normally a relatively healthy position and he just got slaughtered there and at the running back position. So nice that at least he had something to look forward to and he's not celebrating his first year by knowing he's got to get named next year. So I was glad about that. Hey, consolation prize, he is in the championship game against me in our other league. That's true. That's true. Winner take all, too. So one of you is going to have 50 right. bucks. Let's yeah, go, Derek. Only lost it by nine to your misses. Yeah. Um, nope. It was it was a nice, nice matchup to watch. Um, Kelly was actually excited uh, for the first time in weeks because she was in a game and playing for something. So it was fun to see her excited again because past few weeks it just it's kind of been down in the dumps, not making the playoffs and and not pulling off some wins. So fun to watch. Absolutely. Glad. I mean, I'm glad she got the win, but not at Derek's. You know, anyway, you're always sad for somebody who doesn't make it. Um, but good luck, Derek. Welcome to the league. We're glad to have you. Nine. Kelly. Kelly. You guys are still in the running. Uh, ninth in the Jenkins, but seventh in the money. So Kelly gets her five bucks, and uh, it was nice to hear. So she has something to celebrate for next year. Yeah, Is I'd it, also uh, like to point out, point out one, one thing that I mentioned to you over text, Steve. Um, and this might be new information for our newcomers, Derek and Carly, but if your franchise pick does not play uh, more than two games, you are able to refranchise them the next season. So if they only accrue points in two games all season, you are able to then choose them as your franchise pick the next season. Well, unfortunately, McCaffrey played week one, week two, was out for an extended period of time, played once in week nine, and now has been out for the rest of the season. So uh McCaffrey will be available to pick in the draft next year and that just sucks for Kelly. Yes. I'm not getting him. I realize the odds of this are minuscule, but just to kind of see it through, what happened if McCaffrey played the first two games of the year, got injured, comes back for week 17, so has played three games, but not of our season? Uh Yes, so that that's a technicality. I would still consider that two games. Points points accrued in three weeks of our season. That that's probably a better way to to phrase it. Okay. So now that also scenario. means that this next week, um, everybody five through ten, they have a quote unquote matchup on ESPN, but it does not count towards anything. So these these are games that, and that was my question for your Jenkins, are these going to count towards your Jenkins too? Because these people will not be checking their rosters because they technically don't have a matchup this week. It's only one through four that has a tried and true matchup. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought up the question. Yes, uh, yep. rosters are locked for everybody, but the four people who are playing for either the championship or you and I playing for third place. Yep. So if McCaffrey came back next week and did not play in week nine, 
he would still be eligible for Kelly to keep because he would accrue points, but it would not be during our season because she was, she, she did not get the advantage of his points in a matchup that counted. Oh God. I hope it never, I hope we never have to put that one in the air. I get your that math, whole, but that's got yeah. kind of controversial feel to it. Well, and that's why I phrased it the way I did, because that was the yeah. whole point of it. If you don't, if you're not able to take advantage of the player that you franchised for at least three weeks, then I feel you should be able to refranchise them. Okay. And, uh, the only time we had the opportunity to redshirt a player was when I could have kept Lady on for a year and didn't. So maybe in this scenario, she'd be like, screw it. I like Justin Jefferson. He's safer. Yep. I mean, I don't think it'd be happening, but be curious. Um, who do you think she's keeping next year? It's a good question. We've had this discussion a couple of times. Um, I think she'll keep an eye on Michael Thomas. Um, again, like with Saquon, we talked about earlier just to see. Uh, what happens to him in the offseason, what happens to Breeze in the offseason. Now, Michael Thomas is one of those players that I don't think it really matters who's throwing to him too much. Um, He even did fairly decent with Taysom Hill throwing. Um, So uh, she'll keep an eye on him. And as long as, as it looks good there, I would expect her to keep him. Okay. I just... Yeah, it's weird. I think six months ago, I would have said to the answer to one of the earlier questions, he feels like the safest player in the NFL. But the injuries this year and like punching a teammate kind of skeeved off. So I don't, I wouldn't do it, but I absolutely get the logic for why you keep Michael Thomas. All right. Who's eight? See, this is hard because I had my best week, but I'm still going to say I'm eight. I'm going to say Jason. Lucas continues to have a chance to run the table. Jason was seven, falls to eight. Wow. All right. Jason. So, Alex, uh, how do you feel? He's uh, he's eighth overall, but he's going to have his team name next year. Oh, so he's officially last place? Yeah. Okay, so, is it, so Carly or um, Bob? Bob gets the name okay all right i mean cool is he so he's gonna be poo poo pee pee or whatever is we he, it feels like not because he seems to want the name i think we want to give him something he does not want okay like what's a t- what's a team name jay wouldn't want uh, you know he's almost Something. like andy dwarf i'm not sure anything would embarrass him but i'd like to take a shot at the fact that he uses the restroom like a girl Pee sitting down? Is that is that his team name next year? I pee sitting down. I feel like he would just be like, well, it's just efficient. Yeah. Did you say you do the same thing, Alex? No, I'm not saying I do the same thing. I'm saying I'm saying he would say it's probably just efficient and laugh it off. I'm saying, well, you're McGreen do what you said earlier. You can't really insult him. Embarrassed. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think Team Poop Wiener will uh, will survive for next year. I think I think he'll have to wait until the year after to name his team that because <laughs> it sounds like 
Sounds like Carly uh, from last week's podcast already has a team name picked out that she's going to name whomever it was there if she wins. And I don't think Bob was privy to those discussions. So I don't think he even knows of Jason's want for team poop wiener. I, yeah, I'll be curious to see what they do with that. All right. Seven. Maybe like extra dick cheese. <laughs> uh, seven is yeah Alex. that was my team name long story yeah she keeps hearing me say these things without context without headphones in and it, it's all uh, yeah okay Alex is number seven sorry that was Megan all right you guys are both right Alex you do go up a spot from eight to seven as you get the uh, you get the shine off fifth place this year yeah, you know what, my boys, like, they knew this game was pointless, but they said they came to me in the locker room. They were like, Coach, we don't care if this game's pointless. We're going to still play our hearts out for you. And I said, boys, I really appreciate that. It's okay. I know what you did this year. You worked hard. And they were like, whoa, slow your roll, Coach. No, we're going to do this for you. And they went out and had their best week this year. So that was nice. <laughs> that was the best scoring week? Uh, yeah, I think this is the best week I've ever had. 146 points. Wow. Okay. Rough year. Yeah, it was a rough year. I'm pretty sure this is the best. This is the best year week I've had. So, but whatever. It's it's one point in the I won against Cam category. So now I'm at like three. Out of how Unfortunately, many? Unfortunately, just there is no cachet with that because there is no fifth place prize. <laughs> yeah, so, I know, but that's what it is. Now you can you can lord it over him for six months. You're the reigning yeah. champion of the matchup. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah, I'm the last one to win. So, yeah, can't leave now. He, he can't leave me on a winning streak. So, that's all right. I still, I, I still like a lot of the players on my team. It's just they never performed when it mattered. And they had too many weeks where they were just do like nothing, two points, or get hurt at the beginning of a game. That happened so much this year to me, where so many people got a point and then left the game all the time. And it was the worst. But it happens. You know? Yeah. I, uh, you know, Jarvis finally turned it on. I would have been curious to see what would have happened if he could have been useful the whole year. But wait, did you draft him or did you pick him up at some point? I picked him up. And he wasn't oh. even doing that great. The, the, if yeah, you look back to, well, a lot of those games where he got like three points, they were like outside like winter games, like where it was like snowing or something or raining. And oh, every yeah, time it was like that. every time it was sunny, like he played like pretty solidly. So I thought it was a good pickup. But it is what it is. You have to remember before that I had like AJ Green, who was just not good. Are you are you out of the AJ Green business? I'm done. I'm out. They've again, what I was talking about earlier, all these reports from before the season started, they're like, AJ Green's looking like he's like, you know, like he's like really young and he's looking like he used to. AJ Green's looking like he's going to be like the main guy, like he's going to carry the team. Was, no, I didn't all. hear any of that. I am you just, didn't hear I, that? No, I like. Uh, I heard he was being petulant because he wanted a contract extension versus being stuck on the franchise tag. What I was like reading stuff like the coaches were saying, and they were saying like when he was practicing. What the coaches hard. Say. Yeah, and apparently I was wrong. I looked at the wrong sources. Words. See, that's what I'm saying, man. I can't. Oh gosh, I'm a bad. Judge a character once in every long while. So he'll come back. 
<laughs> but you, uh, what about Devontae Parker? You out of that business or just kind of? I still like him. I just don't like how they put Tua in. Yeah, Every time they put Tua in, that's the thing. It was like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They were like, let's put in Tua to Viglia, and he just would not throw to him, and it was the worst. So I still like him, but I don't know what the quarterback situation is. I want to know where Ryan Fitzpatrick is and then just pick up some wide receivers there because he just bombs it to him. He doesn't care if they're covered. That's a really good point. Yeah, he's probably a great fantasy football quarterback because, you know, who cares if he gets a couple of picks, he'll be right back on the field throwing balls. Yeah, seriously. I want to see, I want to see like how many, like, is this something you keep track of, Steven, is how many points wide receivers get with each, like how many points the wide receivers get per quarterback, like which quarterbacks wide receivers get the most points? Do you ever look that, something like that up? Do you mean like what was his split with two, it's his quarterback versus Fitzpatrick? Um, Pretty much just every like wider, like every wider, like every just like a quarterback stat. Like if you can look at a quarterback and they see how many points their wide receivers got every week, like certain wide receivers. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm just not tracking the tracking it here. No, you're both right. You're you're both talking about the same thing. Yes, Steve, that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't, but I'm sure all the metrics guys could tell you what his points per total are with uh, each of these guys. Okay. Any last thing you want to say about your team now that we are down to next week being the last show? Um, I love J-Dot. I know that's become his nickname, but that's actually something I've used with a lot of people. Anyone with J names, I can never remember your name. But now you're officially J-Dot. And my buddies call him J-Dot now. Um, Let's make it stick. So so Jason in our group, we're, we're glad that we call him Jay. So yeah, that's actually a big, that's yeah. a big awesome. Yeah, you just started calling him Jay, so that's, you know, I just got used to it. <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry, I didn't ask. How did the adopted team do this week? Oh, my gosh, I didn't check, and I'm in the playoffs. Jesus! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, no, I was, that's I was too, the course. That's look how right. much I looked at our league, though. I knew a lot about our league and how they did this week. I was, you I didn't was really, know a lot about that's why we all got drunk. No, 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 no. I didn't know who players were on each team, but I knew how the games went. I knew how your game went and stuff like that. I won. That's, you know what? Remind me when we get to my team, I've got a bone of contention with you about that as well. Why? Because I won team, team I won again in the, with this team? No. Lucas, remind me I had something to say when we get to my team. Did you win with our adopted team? Yeah, I won. So you're in the finals. I am in the finals. Is this money or just bragging rights? Just bragging rights. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, <laughs> right. yeah, it's crazy, too, because, like, the other finalist is uh, Lucas, buddy of mine. He has Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey, so we'll see how that game goes. Starting lineup? No, not in starting lineup, but those are two of his big players, and we know how that went. So, so he was the one you traded McCaffrey to? Yep. Okay. Uh, six... Six. I'll let Alex go first. <sighs> We're going to go with Steve. I'll go with Matt. Lucas keeps the streak alive. Matt was six, stays at six. 
Okay. So this is one of the reasons it's fun. Matt almost got his team named yet, but he's still, in my mind, kind of a playoff-level team, which is almost amazing considering Pittsburgh did everything they could to give that game away last night and then ultimately did. So. Good yeah, on Matt. Huh? I just good on Matt. Even still making home going for last place. Still had a good team though. Yeah. I, I'm glad I just it would it was nice to kind of see some new blood getting the tenth place name. I didn't I didn't want to have to have to name Matt again. So glad it did not come down to that. But I think mental note, don't put four Steelers in your starting lineup. Who's five? Mm-hmm. Steve. Oh, this is where I might get it wrong, but I'm going me. You're close, Lucas. Uh, Was five, stays five. Wow, you're harsh on yourself. Um, um, Without giving it away, like, I am five on an island, like, I'm pretty far, but I consider myself pretty far behind four, but well ahead of six. So it would really, really take probably about three weeks of traction for me to start moving a direction. Um, Here's what I'll say about my team. I am dead inside. I have lost three of the last four years by half a point in the playoffs. I don't know any of you who've even lost three games in the last four years by half a point. So I... I made the I, comment yesterday as like it told Kelly, I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening to Steve again. Like I, I it, when it got down to close to the end of the game, pretty much most of the fourth quarter left and you're like down two or something, right? Like, Oh, that's totally doable. Like he's on pace. He can, he can get this. And I just, I just knew I'm like, Nope. He's going to get to within a half a point, and that's where it's going to end. And that's what happened. So I I feel for you, Steve. Um, I had that week, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago against Carly, too, right? Uh, where I was, I had my defensive player Monday night. I needed him to get a certain number of points to win. I was really close. I think I ended up losing by about a half a point as well. And I'm sitting there watching... Jason Pierre-Paul, that last series of the game, I'm like, all you need is is a sack or or like a couple of tackles or something like that. You know, a sack will do it. And he got close twice in a row. One time he he drove the quarterback into somebody else's arms for the sack. And the other time he had him, he had him for the sack and the quarterback threw the ball away, right? I was like that close to winning. So watching the game last night, watching TJ Watt, there were a couple of plays at the end of the game there. They were running the ball at him like three or four plays in a row. And there was one where he just kind of like, like didn't ole from like a matador or something. He was just kind of like, Oh, there you are. Oh, I'm just going to step away. And he like, let him run through. I'm just like, Oh my God. Like Steve is watching this just freaking out right now. So, I mean, it sucks. It really sucks. So no, I appreciate the kind of shared commiserate there. Just, uh, Anyway, nobody wants to hear about my team. I get it. Just kind of is what it is. So thanks to Derek for kind of taking a minute to send a text last night, wishing me condolences. More than my brother did. Well, I thought, well no, I thought we were, waiting till, we were waiting till Wednesday to get the final result because, like you said, the score changes happen on Wednesday. So I didn't want to so text you. Think, 
you think on Tuesday night or Monday night, I would be like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, they could, there's like a half a percent chance there's going to be a stat change. So Steve is probably fine. He's assumed this thing is the result is wide open here. Yeah, I don't know. I wanted to wait it out and then talk to you today, which is Tuesday. So it's not much farther out. You failed me as a brother. Okay. Okay. Next time I will be sure to text No, text you, you won't. Well, I mean, you know, I didn't know what to say. I'd just be like, I'm sorry. I felt yes, bad. Yes, anything would be better than, like, nothing. Okay. Moving along. Four. All right. Lucas? Yeah, it's me. All right, so... How, tell me, how do you feel? This is kind of, we talk about doing the moratorium for teams as they hit the finish line of their season. How are you feeling right now? Um, I'm feeling that if you ever ask me the question again of if you don't win the championship, what would be a successful season? I'm never answering that again because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, I, my team just has been awesome all year. Um, what number one number two in points right around there all season and then they decide this week to have the first week of a sub 100 point game like all season like by far the worst week i've ever had and and right there in the, in the playoffs so um i take solace in the fact that i'm still in it for money um and it's you and me steve for that 20 bucks um i promise i won't frame it if i beat you um, I will spend it wisely, uh, probably on some dragon's milk in your honor. But nice. uh, yeah, um, part of me, um, I was I was chatting with Carly uh, a couple of days ago um, as the games were going on, and I'm like, it, it, when both of us, like, it was looking bad for both of us, um, and and she was able to actually pull it out and and just barely defeat you. But we were talking, it was like, hey, um, you and I could be going for third place on Christmas weekend. <laughs> like, and so we were laughing about that and like, Oh, that would be fun. Right. You know, as we see each other this weekend and we can talk some trash as we're playing each other for third place. But, um, but yeah, that, that won't happen. You know, it, it was fun. Um, I'm, I'm right there with Alex. Uh, it's, if you don't have a good season, if you don't like your team, you're ready for it to be over with. I enjoyed it this year. Um, for the first time in, in a few years, uh, it was, it was really nice. I felt like I was always in it. Um, it was a battle, but I didn't feel like I was clawing my way back in it. And to be honest, I, I was hopeful that I would have won this week, but I'm probably going to finish where I should finish. What, how would you describe the Mike Davis experience? Um, so I felt like I had kind of picked, picked a gem very early on. Um, you know, as soon as McCaffrey goes down to swoop in and, and grab him, uh, and to hear, you know, okay, great. I got him for the long haul. I've got a, I've got a McCaffrey on my team now. Right. You know, that's how it started. And, uh, and everything was kind of, you know, uh, coming up Millhouse, and I don't know what happened, but he just stopped getting 20 points a game I, I i you know still had the same quarterback they still had this i i don't i don't know what happened 
Um, so that was really frustrating. Um, he kind of came back a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago for, for you know, past two or three weeks and, and did well, but, you know, then just crashed back down to earth last week with, with the rest of my team. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was fun to have him, um, but I, I, I needed him to be the 15-point-a-game starter, and, and he did it for the most part early on, but not when I needed it. Obviously, Mahomes and Adams are superstars, but like how Alex has J.Dot Allen and Matt Bryant, and I have uh, Nick Chubb and Young Way Koo. Is there just kind of a guy on your team, like even if he's not the best of the best, you just you like him and he, you hope he finds his way to your roster next year? I only like the best of the best, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, Young Way Koo, yeah, I, he's his best of the best this year, right? There, there's oh, legit. Sure, Same yeah. with. J. Dot Allen and right, you know, there's there's a reason you like these guys. Um, for me, it would probably be Kirk Cousins. Like, if you're talking about like an individual you like, and because he went to Michigan State and he's a local boy, and you know, I like I like him as a person, but I never have him as my starting quarterback. Like, I I usually try to keep my heart out of it, um, unless of course they're superstars like Devontae Adams or Mahomes. And then, yes, they're my favorite person ever. That's a good point. Cousins is probably the perfect backup quarterback for, like, a league like ours. Like, you don't want him to be your guy. But on a bye week, you you can blindly trust whoever he's got. He's not going to embarrass you. Yeah. Um, he's even I, – I don't know. I, I didn't pay much attention to his fantasy points this season. Um, but he seemed like he wasn't even backup quarterback worthy this year. Um, but I could be wrong there. He rallied nicely. I think he was 15 going into this week. Um, flip side, anybody from this team you have, you don't see on your team next year, same thing, like whatever happens kind of. Uh, probably Tyler Lockett. Um, yeah. You know, he had that 150 point game. Everybody okay? All right. I think that's uh, just how it's the- drug, yeah. Oh, my bad. He had that 150-point game um, on my bench, which was awesome. Um, and he had the potential there. But with DK Metcalf uh, breaking out this year, um, you know, they just kept ranking Lockett high. He'd be in top 10 most weeks. And I'm like, really? Like, okay. And, you know, he just he had way too many, like, six- or seven-point games. So, um not to say I wouldn't draft him, but he's probably one of those guys that's outside round six for me now, right? Even even if he's ranked higher. Okay, no, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it just uh, it seems like it's becoming the DK Metcalf show now. Bat- it's Batman and Robin versus one A and one B. Here's a scenario: um, you get the first pick in the draft again next year. Is there somebody keeper worthy that you keep? So it's not Mahomes, but you can just draft Mahomes one and then ensure you have him for a third year. Oh, uh, well, I would say Adams, but that's not possible because he was my keeper this year. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, beyond that, the next closest one would be either Chris Carson or Allen Robinson. And no, Um, I'd rather keep Mahomes and get McCaffrey or get Adams again. Right. Like um, there, there's nobody on my roster that's really better than those two. 
Yeah, that's a good point. If Adams was an option, that would be awesome. But yeah, it seems like you're a little short. What about you, Alex? Any thoughts on Lucas's team? I'm always jealous of anybody that can have the number one, like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not. He was number one overall, right in the end. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, you mean yeah. is he the number one ranked quarterback right now in our league? I don't. Is he? I, I don't so. think so. He's top three. Um, but yeah, we can. Yeah, keep my going, Alex. We'll look it up. So I can't look it up. That's um, okay. I'm jealous of any team that has that. I mean, I, I liked I liked his team a lot more at the beginning of the year. It started falling down, but it's still a good team. The fact that he could hold strong. Um, yeah, so yeah he was he was that's number the, one. Sorry to interrupt. Um, no, that's good. That's he, what I needed to know. But that's the thing about a team is when bad things start happening and you can still perform well, that's how you know you probably did a better job getting the backups. Like people like me who started not doing well and then their backups couldn't do anything. You had depth and that's what mattered. When you needed it, and you're able to get the free hey, agency yeah. Hey, Alex, who was number two? Was it J Dot? It was J Dot. J Dot, baby. J Dot by one Over point. Him. Look at look how good he yep. did. Yep. Wow. After okay, I would have thought it would have been Kyler, but yeah, I guess he you know he slumped there for a little bit. Kyler was three, one, one point behind J Dot. And then I think Desha- I think Deshaun was four. Uh, so good. No, Deshaun was six. Oh man, he fell down. Did he not have a good week? That's, yeah, it doesn't matter. That's still pretty sweet. Two and the number two and six quarterbacks. I still don't. How did you? I don't know. We talk about it all the time, but how did you not parlay that into somebody? But I know trades are just hard to execute in a in a year in a redraft league versus a dynasty. So it's just uh, it would have been nice to be able to unload that asset for somebody. Oh, trust me, I know. It was just it was. It was hard to make the trade fair because, yeah. like, I could no one would like everyone would turn down the sixth rank QB for like wide receiver 15. You know what I mean? But that's all people would trade for him because he wasn't significantly better than the one they had at any point. It was very rare for him to be way, way better than what they had, and it was yeah. just it was rough. So, for okay. three. Uh, this was where I'm, okay, I don't know. I'm going to say Cam. I'm going to say he fell down two spots. Say Cam. Um, my heart says Cam, but this is a janking, so I'm going to say Bob. By the slowest of margins, it was Bobby. Uh, we'll kind of do a little more when it's uh, kind of moratorium time for these two teams, but um, my IT is freezing right now, so you might have to kind of drive this one. But uh, Russell Wilson is becoming the thing that people reason people don't want to draft him. He has had eh to maybe slightly bu- above average performance five weeks in a row. And going against a quarterback who just dropped 56 points, that's a scary proposition. Starting in week 10, so the past six games, the highest points he scored is 36 and a half, and the lowest is 21. And 36 is... Yeah, so he's averaged probably 28 points a game in the past six games. 
And again, if I had it up, I'd look, and maybe you can, but if you look at all the quarterbacks and what their averages are, I think 36, if you average 36 points, which is his high watermark, I think that puts you around quarterback 10. So definitely starting to fade there. And Julio didn't play this week. I think last thing I heard is that he wants to play again this year. Why would you play him? You are 4-10. and 10. Keep him safe for the long term. So I think those are two two guys you don't want to be going down when you are playing a team whose weakest starter is 11th-ranked Robert Woods at the wide receiver position. So, But I'm sorry, we're talking a lot about negatively about the team, but uh, they put up a decent week. They, uh, they, they caught you at a good time, Lucas, where everything just fell down, and now Bobby gets to dance into the finals where he's either going – he's going to win his first – Play for his first championship since 2012. Oh wow! Congratulations, Bobby. That's pretty cool. I that's yeah. I was gonna me. be. Yeah, there's a three-year stretch. Like, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say he he always seems like Cam always makes the playoffs. Bobby always seems when he does make the playoffs that he's always up there, either one or two. So. Yeah, but that was the that was the interesting thing. Like, with four teams basically have the last seven championships. So there was uh, uh, Lucas, you, Bobby, then I won in 2011, 12, and 13. So it was going to be somebody for the first time in seven years or a brand-new person entirely. So that will happen. So, but I'm always Steve, the critic of one of Bobby's team, even though it's not intentional. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alex. You know, I was going to keep talking about Russell Wilson. I know it's kind of a yeah. callback thing, but. I would like to send because I'm curious if this is going to be the year Bobby this this week or next week is going to make Bobby one of those people that just does not want Russell Wilson on his team anymore because he was burned by him. I'm wondering how many people in our league have been burned by Russell Wilson. I am one. I yeah, am raise, one. Your, raise your hand. Yeah, three, three of three one. right here. Send out a I poll. Think Jason is one. Yeah, send out the yeah. poll to people. I do not want him on my team. No, nope. even earlier He's this year, I think you that. asked. Earlier this year, you asked me, he's like, you want Russell Wilson on your team? I was like, no. I would send out a poll and ask everybody if they would want Russell Wilson on their team because this is just so consistently happens. This makes a lot of sense, though. He's been in the league since 2012. Figured nobody really knew about him as a rookie, but he probably started as a second or third year player. So 2013 to 2020, that's seven years. Maybe it's been 2008. No, 2012, he came into the league. So it's eight years. Probably he's burning a team a year. Last year was yeah. my year. Oh, he's burning those bridges. There's a reason he lasted as long as he is before Bobby probably picked him up. But uh, look, to his credit, a hell of a ride. Got him into the through week 10. Yeah, but let's see how Bobby feels about him next week. We'll yeah, see. Because it's still at that point where you have to start him. He's too good not to start. What I, well, actually, the issue is, too, is uh, was it Ryan Tannehill's the other one he has, right? He killed it yes. last week. It was against the Lions. Who do they, who do they play next week? Yeah, I was going to ask. I don't have I can't, I can't access my stuff. They play Green Bay. Oh, no. Tennessee so you got to start Russell Wilson. So we'll see what happens. Well, Wilson plays the Rams, who is the second-ranked defense against quarterbacks. Yeah, but wait, 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 Lucas, who do they say is the best player available? Or who is kind of at the top of that list? Best player available at quarterback? Yeah, if you were going to just kind of to see the process through, sit rusty this week. Um, through projected points, it's Jalen Hurts. 
No, I, I'm sorry. I believe you would know. I would not start him in my championship game against whoever they're playing. I don't need to know. Who does Gardner Minshew play? Chicago? Yes. God, I'd be tempted. I would really be tempted to pull the plug on that. You would probably be the only one. Yep. I still don't, still don't understand your love affair with him, but that's okay. That's fair. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll do more moratorium. And I, as I say every week, Bobby, I do like your team better than that comes across. We just we perceive the talent very differently. We have different eyes for who we like. Uh, two. That's Cam. Yeah, I don't say Cam. I think he fell down. He stayed the same. Cam was two, stayed two, but he's a. He's a quitter oh. of the league, so he doesn't get any sunshine during the show. Number one. <laughs> Charlie. Do I have to say it? Yes, because Alex got this wrong, and that's why nobody's ever gotten it right before. <laughs> my sister-in-law, the one and only Carly Breck. No, not Breckenridge. Sorry, Carly. Oh, my God. Carly Nelson. See? How, see? You trip at the one-yard line. Okay, <laughs> I've known her since she was two. She's been Carly Breckenridge for the vast majority of my life. So well, I think the fact that you've known her you since you forgot that. her actual name. Nope. Yeah. Made it worse. Right. I've known her forever. That makes me forget messing up her name okay. Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got, you know, last week my theory was up, down. You don't want to have the high week going into a playoff game because then it might uh, there's nothing you do but go down but she put up the high week last week she's got a top four i don't know where kamara is anymore but probably a top four running back so everybody had a good week for her last week except will lutz and i'm confident the kicker will uh will get it right so since there aren't really five matches to kind of go off of let's just kind of get right to it guys who is your champion who do you have carly or bobby Lifting the trophy this year. Alex? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Carly. I don't know. She's had a couple. Well, Bobby's been more consistent lately, mostly. I'm going to say Carly. No, Bobby lost. No, he lost consistently. I'm going to say Carly. Yeah, I'm going to say Carly. Uh, I'm with you. I think this, I mean, this lineup, you don't have to do anything to it. If nobody gets injured, you don't have to make any single changes. She hasn't had to do anything all year. I don't think any of these guys weren't in her starting lineup in week one. So basically pray nobody gets hurt in practice and walk to the championship. Lucas. Yeah, you, you said it right there, right? Um, I just kept waiting for, some sort of thing to happen to her roster this year and have her scramble like the rest of us. And it just never did. Um, and you're right. Um, it's, <laughs> I can't believe um, Marvin Jones is doing as well as he has been doing um, lately. And, you know, cause that's the lion. They're just, they're up and down all the time, but um, I don't know. It's, if you just look at the two rosters, yeah, Derrick Henry is a beast, and I could see him outscoring Kamara, but Kamara is no slouch either, so 
it's going to be a tough run for Bobby. Who does uh, right. Kyler have this week? Because well, I'm sorry, Russell, what was that? Who's Kyler playing this week for Arizona? Uh, he is playing San Francisco. Okay, so not a great matchup, but uh, have, Rusty has to play the Rams. That's a lot worse. So, you know, one of the one of the things I always always hear on the podcast that I listen to about fantasy football is they will say, "You don't win your league at the draft; you just lose it at the draft." And I've historically believed that until the last two years. Kelly last year, plug and play, everybody hit. I'm not saying she's not capable of getting good waiver wire pickups. She is, but she didn't need to last year. And Carly is in the exact same position. There is, if we think about all the free agent pickups, I think maybe the only thing that could have worked is if one of the better teams like Cam or maybe you, Lucas, had gotten both James Robinson and the kid out of Minnesota and put them both onto your team, you probably could have made a run. But short of that, yeah. Championships were one of the draft this year. You know, here's here's your stat of the season, right? Um, if you look at the moves made uh, throughout the entire year, uh, nine and ten, the last two people are Bob and Carly. That usually yeah. isn't indicative, right? You know, because usually if you're struggling, you're making more moves. So that, that does make some sense. Um, but Carly only made 20 moves all season. For perspective, I was number one. I doubled that. I made 40 moves the entire season. Ooh, where were me and Alex? You were one behind me. You were at 39. Alex was at 23. Number, oh, sorry. Who was it? So you 40, me 39. Who's three? Uh, Jason and Derek at 32. All right. Way to lead the pack. All right, uh, recommendation times. Um, I will go first, give you guys a minute to think about it. I am sure this is staged, but there's this account on Twitter that I follow, and I'm probably going to get it wrong, but it's Dude Down Hard, Dude Down Bad. It's basically this where they show text threads or they kind of show screenshots of guys hitting on girls and just the, the terrible ways they get rejected. And, look, I get it. 80 to 90% of it is probably staged. But, you know what? The Mandalorian isn't real either, and you guys love it. So, um, but one of the my Mandalorian's favorite... not real? No. Um, one of my favorites um, when I was looking at as I was following this was uh, guys like, hey, I got to tell you, I, just, I shouldn't tell you this, but I just bought your Christmas present, and I'm super excited about it. And it kind of does some sort of remote account that I can't remember. The girl responds like, I am so sorry. I lost my memory card, so I have my contact list right now. Who is this? Jason. Which Jason? And then you see him kind of have like an emoticon, and it's just, it's hilarious to watch these. It makes me, it makes my heart entertained and happy. So that is my recommendation. Follow Dude Down Bat on Twitter. What you got, Lucas? Um, I'm going to get chastised for this but in the spirit of the season uh i'm a i'm a big christmas movie fan i like a good good christmas movie and we're not going to get into this whole debate about why die hard is not a christmas movie but i watched uh a new christmas movie that i had never seen before on netflix and i'd heard good things about uh the christmas chronicles i don't know if you're a christmas movie fan it's it's very much up the alley of a a Christmas movie, not too cheesy. Um, 
fairly well done for a Christmas movie, but uh, it's 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 good for if you want to get into the spirit. And it has Kurt Russell as Santa Claus as like this really so gritty, awesome. gritty Santa Claus. Yep. I think that came out last year, if I remember correctly. Uh, the first one I think came out a few years ago. They have oh, a there's second multiples. one that came out. Yes, yeah, there's two of them. Kurt Russell. Uh, both have Kurt Russell. Yes. So you can guess who Mrs. Claus is, Steve. If you're thinking through Kurt Russell's filmography, who would Mrs. Claus be? Oldie Hawn. Yes. Good guess. Well, it's his wife. So when he as he said that, I was like, I wonder if they uh, the Mr. or Mrs. Well, thing. Yeah, but but they've, right. they've been in movies and stuff together as as that as well. So. No, it's great. I thank you for getting that on my radar. We uh, probably will watch a Thanksgiving movie or a Christmas movie. So, and I don't want to get into the debate, Lucas, but I am curious. In your opinion, Die Hard Christmas movie, yes or no? You you didn't get that from my statement. It's not even close to being a Christmas movie. It's, it's ridiculous to even be considered. All it. I care about. <laughs> okay, so it's not fair enough. All right, Alex, bring us home. What is the last recommendation of the week? Well, I already know I talked about it, but I'm going to bring up The Mandalorian. I waited to watch any of it until this week. They did a pretty good job. They actually did a lot more throwbacks to, like, Star Wars, the Clone Wars series than I thought they would. A lot of insider stuff, and they all made it, like, mesh. So I think people who don't know the Star Wars universe can still watch it and be like, that's cool. And Timothy is pretty sweet. My One of my favorite characters of the previous year coming back. Um, yeah, I'm going to on The Mandalorian. All right. Well, I think that is everything. Next week will be the last show of the season. Uh, super excited that, barring really illness, we are going to finally go pillar to post on this thing. So, man, I guess excited is the wrong word because I, I really am dead inside. But uh, at least we finally did this after four seasons of trying. So until then, good night, Gracie. I don't know who that is.